the small business community is really underserved in 401ks and cost is really the most chief, uh, I guess, alarming factor of that. This is Brian Anderson with 401k Specialist, and this is the 401k Specialist Podcast. Today, we're going to focus on a bunch of hot button issues related specifically to small 401k plans. And to help us do that, we've got an expert in the field and David Ranney, who joined the team at Rebalance a few months back after spending more than two decades at Fidelity Investments, where he led workplace investing team in a variety of managerial roles, including vice president of sales. As VP of Sales at Rebalance, which features its proprietary small business 401k offering Better K, which you've probably heard of, David helps small business owners learn how to avoid high 401k fees, how to optimize asset allocation, increase plan participation, and take advantage of retirement planning resources. Welcome to the 401k Specialist Podcast, David. Oh, thank you, Brian. It's great to be here. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, David, you've identified five major issues with small business 401k plans, So today we want to talk about what those issues are, why they're important, and how advisors can address them so that small business owners and their employees can make the most of their retirement plans. So let's start out with costs. Uh, You have uh, found some plans where fees were inflated substantially. Can you give us some background about the problem and like how common it is for small businesses, how often they're unaware of whether or not their plan fees are reasonable, and what advisors can do about it? Sure, absolutely, and I, I know this may not come as major, uh, much of a surprise for your audience, Brian. I know it's your audience is so well respected in terms. I mean, your your work is so well respected amongst the retirement advisor community. So, but I think it's a bit surprising for me, kind of coming from Fidelity, where I worked on mid to large size uh, uh, companies, and and the what I just learned is the small business community is really underserved in four hundred one ks, and cost is really the most chief. Uh, I guess, alarming factor of that. And um, the business owners are not aware and, and, and to be made aware of, they are typically unhappy, right? So it's the, the challenge is to help them become aware. And I don't know if anybody has looked at a 408B2 or a 404A5 lately, but it's not easy to decipher exactly what I'm spending uh, for the services I'm getting. So it's it's a challenge, um, and you know I I look at it from the lens of a small business owner. They're entrepreneurs. They have kind of put their the put the risk to, uh, out there to start this business in in finance and record keeping and advisory services is not their core competency. So it's not something they do every day. What they do every day is run that very successful small business. So, um, and even like you know kind of coming from my old world where we would often meet with a CFO or a VP of HR that would really look at retirement plans all the time and kind of present to a committee. Those roles are not available within the small business world, right? So it's just the owner and maybe an office manager, maybe a practice manager, but it's it's typically just that owner and and, and um, helping them decipher that cost is, is really a, a key service that an advisors could do and perform for them. All right. All right. Well, uh, the second big problem with small plans on your list is taxes. Uh, There are obviously a lot of plan design strategies small plan sponsors can employ to minimize this problem. Can you tell us about some of the ones you would point to as being most effective? Yes, absolutely. And I think this is, again, not coming as much of a surprise here is to just maximize, you know, really lean on your record keeping, your TPA and your advisor partners 
to maximize the 401k plan design and you know whether that means a safe harbor design with profit sharing um, uh, as an not elective or even preferred uh, as a match contribution that's what we would uh, uh, kind of start as maybe the basis the basis or the basics for folks in the small business world uh, one of the things that I've learned a lot more about since we since I joined rebalance is cash uh, is cash balance plans and um, it's depending on the corporate structure of the business and the amount of the w2 income and the age of the owners um, they could really uh, set up their own cash balance plan you can be a bit more discriminatory in these plans so it can be just the really uh, the officer suite whether it be a, a um, the business owner and her spouse or his spouse and um, and and not all the employees. And it's it's a vehicle, um, again, based on their specific insta- uh, situation where they could defer over hundreds of thousands of dollars it, of their W-2 income. It has to be W-2. It can't be passed through. And, and it's something that we work with their CPA on and just say, does it make sense? And honestly, every conversation I have is as, it does make sense because who doesn't want to pay less to Uncle Sam, but more to myself. And in essence, it kind of works as a plan alongside the 401k and they're building uh, a retirement plan in addition to their 401k. So it's, it's really another uh, a set of uh, revenue streams for them in, in retirement. So it's a really good vehicle. All right. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's move on to issue number three, which is uh, legal risk for small business owners associated with offering a 401k plan. I assume there's quite a learning curve for a lot of them when it comes to fiduciary responsibilities. Yes, it really is. And um, and when I typically say, are you aware of your own responsibility? You know, I've gotten flat out. No, I I am not aware. I, I, I thought I just offered this 401k and people would choose investments and then they're on their own. That's not the case. And so you have to do some education, right? So it's a, it's what all of the advisors on on the audience know, and and just really kind of educate. And I think uh, about being that smart consumer. These small business owners, they they know what they're doing in terms of setting themselves up and their employees up for the best solution. Um, it, it's it's great if you know, kind of just educating them about the levels of fiduciary responsibility that they have, and then they could offload from themselves to a really good advisor. Um, and um, if you know, I kind of say, if you don't know, and then, and then also the other part that I've learned is that they just assume that their record keeper is the fiduciary and the advisor. And and that's obviously not the case, right? So coming from where I came from, I often had to answer that question. No, we are not serving as the investment fiduciary on this plan. So that's why you have a, a, an adv- a retirement advisor there. So just those questions are good. And um, as a business owner, if I'm if I'm considering this, I often just, you know, kind of help them send the request out to their partners saying, what role are you serving in and what does that mean for me as the business owner? And, and then they have to get the response in writing and and they find out, right? So. All right. All right. Well, uh, let's, uh, let's move on to next on your list is uh, employee satisfaction. Um, we know that attracting and retaining key talent is a big challenge these days. And we know that offering a strong benefits package, including an attractive 401k plan, is a way to do that. What are some of the best practices you've identified for how to make sure the plan is meeting the needs of employees? Yeah, that's interesting. I was just in a conversation yesterday, and I, I think we basically told the business owner there's 
literally hundreds and thousands of conversations that I've had uh, with plan sponsors and business owners along my career. And their biggest concern and this marketplace that we work in is keeping their key people, right? So how do we help them do that? Um, and, and any advisor could uh, also do these, right? So it's just, first, you got to make sure the bla- blocking and tackling are done correctly, making sure the plan design is set up so that more and more people are getting in the plan, more and more people are taking more ownership in the plan. So automatic enrollment, auto increase. Um, and then I think this is where I think uh, advisors, retirement advisors can add some color um, to more more regular check-ins, uh, whether that be in Zoom, um, in person, but with each individual and just giving them a sense of where they are, what they're saving for and how they're, how they're getting there. So, um, you know, kind of um, whatever uh, means that the individual wants to interact, uh, the advisor can do that. I think that generates excitement. Also, what generates excitement is just providing advice and, and help for people. And if they if they're struggling on which investment to choose or how much they should contribute, we should be there for them and help them decide that. The last thing, and, and this is everywhere in the marketplace, we're hearing that uh, it's financial wellness, right? So if we can add content to really lessen the stresses that are in their lives, you know, I'm saving for my my college, my kids for college. I have student debt for my own. I have an aging parent that I'm considering moving in with us. All of those things are stressors. And what can really be left behind is the 401k and their own retirement. And we want to help people get through that, uh, you know, at least uh, contribute up to the match um, and and help themselves while they're also helping others. So all of those, I think, when we kind of tie it back together for our, our, our business owner clients is, when we keep your employees happy, they know that the, the, the 401k plan is really the cornerstone of their benefits package. They should be excited about it. And it should be something that they brag about to their to their peers and their family. And, and that's what our clients, I think, are happy about. So that's that's the that's where we that's the goal, right? There. Yeah, that's the goal. That's good. <laughs> All right. Well, the, la- the last big issue for small business owners offering 401k plans that you identified uh, relates to how to choose what investments to include in a plan. Um, tell us about this one. What kind of guidance is most helpful about uh, investment menus? Yeah, so it's interesting too. I've had a bit of a paradigm change in my own world, living, leaving Fidelity, which is a very active management shop, um, coming to Rebalance, which is not really. So we are a, a passive investor, you know, investing in index and ETF across the market space, uh, international and domestic, and a fixed income as well, and offering portfolios within that world to really lower cost and um, manage our clients' portfolios that way. So more of an endowment-like way of management um, leading to successes uh, in that in that, in that that arena. I think when I think about, as again, a business owner, and we already spoke about the fiduciary responsibility that they can, you know, offshore or offload to their advisor, that's the old world. And, and, you know, so I, I've been in at my time at Fidelity, been hundreds of meetings with plan sponsors that are saying, oh, the large cap growth fund is not doing well. We have to freeze it or put it on watch. And, and then we have to replace it with another large cap growth fund that's doing really well. So what in essence you're doing is selling low and buying high. It's a terrible decision. And so we, ha- we as advisors have to get them through that and, and make sure that our solutions can be more creative than just the old fashioned of, I'm going to fire the T-Row price, large pack, large cap growth, and I'm going to hire Contra Fund. It's just those things don't work anymore. So, uh, it, you know, again, it's just the help that we can provide that business owner through that. And it, 
a, a more cr- creative way, I think, is is called for in the industry. So, all right, uh, great stuff. Um, but uh, before we wrap this up, I'm curious how is the uh, how is the transition in coming over from Fidelity, um, and have there been any any surprises in your new role? Yeah, I think it's been fun. It's been great. I, I love my new firm. I love the people here. I love our our kind of in mantra of doing right for people, helping them live well and retire with more. Uh, it's a it's a it's a mantra that we all live by. And um, I think what one of the things as at, at Fidelity and any larger company, as you kind of progress in your career, you sort of move up in size of companies that you're supporting and selling to. And um, and I kind of miss those conversations with the risk risk taker, the business owner, the entrepreneurs of the world and learning about what they're thinking about, how they're thinking about things and what kind of businesses they can create. And that's been really energizing for me to kind of have those conversations. Um, and, you know, honestly, a little bit chagrined that the, that the solution isn't great for those people in the small business world, uh, but kind of happy too, because it's an opportunity for rebalance and better K there too. So so I, that's what I would say is the biggest, uh, I think, opportunity and challenge that we've seen is just getting these business owners' attention around these key issues. Uh, but we're getting there and it's really fun. Um, but again, the most rewarding part is really learning from each of these business owners each time I speak to them. All right. Uh, this has been really interesting. Thanks so much. Uh, David Randy from Rebalance, thanks for sharing your insights about small business 401k plans on the 401k specialist podcast today. Thanks, Brian. I appreciate it.